This podcast is presented by Ride for Mental Health, an organization dedicated to breaking the mental health stigma in the action sports community. To support our cause, you can purchase merchandise or donate directly on our website at rideformh.org. We appreciate your support. Welcome to the Tell Me More podcast. I am Pippa Scott, founder of Ride for Mental Health. Just a reminder to please tell your friends you love them. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Tell Me More podcast. Today, I'm with Jalen Hansen, who's from Minnesota. Jalen, do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself? Oh, yeah. I'm from Minnesota. I was born and raised in Hastings. Um, I'm currently a senior in high school, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm obviously a snowboarder. Um, I like to skateboard, too. I'm involved in soccer and track at my high school and some other like activities within school, too. So I'm also pretty interested in like art and music, too, as kind of some of my side hobbies. That's super dope. Yeah, I saw that you were playing soccer this year. I'm playing too. And I feel like it's so weird to do a team sport like as a snowboarder. Yes, for sure. I mean, it's definitely like pretty different. And that's probably like what I like about, you know, doing something different. But it can be frustrating at times when like snowboarding is like it's all up to you to learn tricks and things like that. But soccer is like definitely relying on other people to for your success. So Yeah, I feel like it's also like super hard to like balance snowboarding and soccer because like right now everybody's going to like New Zealand and Austria and stuff. And it's like you can't really leave your team, go snowboard. Yeah, exactly. There's definitely a commitment that's already been there. But that's super dope. I love soccer. So like to find out you were doing it, I was like sick to see other people doing it in like the community. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. Okay, what? Your opinion on the snowboard community. I feel like so many people in like, the action sports community talk about their little like niche communities, but like what's your like vibe on the snowboard community? I've had a pretty like positive experience like overall. I mean, I've only been here for a short time, but I think it's been pretty positive. I mean, when I first started out, there wasn't like many girls. Like I was pretty used to being the only girl like in the park, um, maybe like one or two other ones occasionally, but like even just now, like after these past couple of years, we have like a bunch of girls that are like riding in the same park and a lot of like the younger ones that are coming up too. And so that's like been super cool to see. And I think with like contests too, like I've always had like, for the most part, a pretty good experience, like with the vibe at contests, especially like on the women's side, like sometimes I think the guys can get like a little too competitive and they get a little crazy with it. And the girls is always just like, so like excited that everyone else is there. And like, I feel like everyone's super supportive and like, they just want you to do good. So like, even if they're having the worst contest of their life, like they're still so excited for other people that are doing good. So I think that contest community has been like really cool too. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that when I was younger too, that I was like competing against myself. I was in New Hampshire and there were no other girls and it was just like such a bummer. But now, especially getting into like bigger competitions, I feel like it's just so dope to see like girl snowboarders just like everywhere. Like it's definitely becoming like a bigger thing, which is so sick. Yeah, definitely. It just adds to the like how comfortable like you can feel when there's other people that are look like you and that are around you. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like when like I'm trying to like talk to people who don't really or who aren't a part of the snowboard community, that's like like girls who skateboard and don't snowboard. Like they're like, oh, but like I'm the only girl always at the skate park because I definitely feel like the skate community doesn't have that many females. I feel like snowboarding has more. 
And I feel like it's like really hard for me to like explain that like, no, like girls are getting into it and like there's becoming like a bigger population, but it's so dope to see. Yeah, for sure. I think it definitely like depends too, like the area that you grew up in. Like, I think, you know, for a girl who grows up riding copper, there's probably, you know, you're going to see more girls around the hill than like I probably saw in like my small Buck Hill community. You know, I think there's like a difference in like, you know, the area that you're in too. And like kind of just if you grow up, you know, like with a family of snowboarders, maybe like you're already into it and you have like all these people around you that are into it. But like I was the first person in my family to like, you know, really get into snowboarding. And so there's kind of a difference there, too, which maybe you don't have like a as much of an in to the community. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of how it was for me, too. My brother was into snowboarding, but it was like I was the only girl who was really into it. And I think like how I kind of became a part of the snowboard community was definitely through competitions. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, it's definitely cool to see like throughout my family, too. Like, so I have an older brother and two younger sisters, so I'm the oldest girl. And I was the first one to kind of get into snowboarding. My brother tried it like once, but he's more of a skier. And so I kind of like went into it pretty hard. And like the next year, my younger sister, she's just a year and a half younger than me. So we're pretty close. So she got into it right after me. And then now our youngest sister also snowboards. And then I have a couple like really little cousins who are also getting into snowboarding. And, you know, they're just like barely making it down the magic carpet hill. But like, it's still super cool to kind of see that being passed down more than like you know, skiing in general. So yeah, that's so sick. You like got your whole family into it. That's dope. Yeah. Another thing that I feel like Ride for Mental Health is super big about talking about is also the gap that I feel is in the snowboard community regarding mental health. I definitely want to know your opinions on that. Yeah, I think within these past few years, I think the gap is definitely like starting to be closed. I mean, even just with this, like Rad for Mental Health, and then Desiree Has Stay, which is the Someone's Thinking About You, that organization. I know that Alexis Roland and some other girls run the We're All Mental. And I think like there's definitely been like more of like a push for people being comfortable to, you know, talk about what goes on inside their head. Like, because it happens to everyone, or like everyone's dealing with their own things that, like, you know, that's not always something that's easy for people to talk about, especially within like a sport where like most of the time it's just, you know, go, go, go. Everyone's having fun and doing all the things. But like, it's good to, I guess, have more of a push for people to be able to, you know, open up and talk to each other and like that it's okay to like feel certain ways and that like there's people to help you too. Yeah, 100%. I think when I went out to nationals this year, that was kind of like the first time I got to like be in a bigger community of snowboarders. Yeah, And I think that everybody was really open to talking about it. It just seemed like it needed, like the conversation needed to be brought up for people to want to get into it. Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely not like just this like normal thing that we talk about, just like how we talk about clips every day. But I think it's definitely like started to be more of a push. And I think things like what you're doing is what's positively impacting that. And so I think, yeah, just in these past couple of years, like I've seen more of that happening, I guess, than ever before. Yeah, I know Lucas Magoon is like super into like stay and what like Alexis Roland is doing too. And like, yeah, I think that is so dope how they're like getting because I'm a junior in high school, so I can't really go and just like leave school and just go. Yeah, to stuff. exactly. Yeah. But like having people who are older than me who are also in the snowboarding community, like doing stuff like that, it's so dope to see them like go around. Yeah. And I actually remember like, so there was this uh, event at Trollhagen, which is in Wisconsin, and it was the Women's Take the Rake event. And this past year when I was there, Lexi and a couple other girls had also kind of put up some like 
brochures for like the we're all mental and like some little like kind of like interactive like things that you could just like you know take home and do it at home or whatever and so it was just cool to see like that whole table kind of like being empty by the end of the day like people had like taken and noticed those and even though there hadn't been like a hey like this is here everyone should go look at it but like you know as people are riding past like coming off the rope like they're looking at that and they're taking the brochures and like I remember Lexi kind of talking to a few people like hey we have some stuff at the top like check it out like if you're interested so yeah I think that was just kind of cool just little things like that where it's like more involved and it's like doesn't have to be like this big thing you know like we could make it normal within the community that's super dope I didn't even know about that but that's so sick yeah I just kind of remember that was the first time I like heard more about the we're all mental kind of thing and I like remember like taking a little brochure and being like oh this is like sick like I didn't know people were really like doing something like this I guess so yeah the we're all mental like home mission statement just like everything they're doing is like so sick yeah yeah for sure I think like obviously the more organizations the better like for you guys and for stay and everything like you all are reaching different parts of the community and that's that's all good yeah it's also so sick that it's kind of like different parts of like the united states like how i'm kind of like got the east coast and they've kind of got like uh i just think it's so sick how like we're all not close to each other but we're all kind of like striving for the same thing yeah exactly that definitely makes sense moving on from that part i would say like what's your favorite snowboard memory That's like so hard because I mean, I'm just like so happy every time that I go ride, you know, and like, I feel like even just a day full of filming clips in the park is like a great memory. But I'd probably say that. So my first time, like two seasons ago, getting invited to and competing in the Red Bull heavy metal for the first time, I was 15 at that time. So yeah, two years ago. And I think that was like my first like pro level contest that I had been invited to that I got to like go to and compete in. And then like having it in Duluth too was like having it in Minnesota, which was really cool. So it felt a little bit more like comfortable for me to be there. But just like the amount of like energy that was at that competition and like the crowd was crazy. And I mean, I probably fell more times than I've fallen in like an entire season just at that contest. But like, it didn't even matter because I was having so much fun. And like, that was the first time that I like met a lot of the older girls that I've kind of been competing with now. And so I think that was just kind of like a little bit of like a breakthrough point for me within like my snowboarding career and just kind of like a, I don't know, I think that's always going to be like a really cool memory. And like the second one, obviously, like this past year was also really sick, but I like don't think that it's going to ever kind of be topped, I guess, because of like where I was at in my snowboarding and how like crazy it was for me to be at that contest and like place in that contest. And just like the experience that I had there was so memorable, I guess. So yeah, I remember seeing stuff about that. And just being like, so stoked for you. I was like, Oh my god, like more girls and like, definitely like a ton of content like pushed about the like last two years of those events. And it was just like, it's so great to see like girl snowboarders in the media because it also just makes yes. it more normal. Yes, exactly. And like this past year, I mean, they had it in Michigan. So like when they did it in Duluth, like Benny Milan was kind of like the face of their like, you know, the content that they were putting out. And then this year it was Gracie, which was like super cool to see because I had just met her that first year and then seen her a lot more times since then. And so it was like super cool to see that happening for her. And then she had like just gotten on Red Bull too. So this was just like, an event that was like really cool for her to be like such a big part of. 
but then it was also like super inspiring for me and for like all the other girls that were there just because of like how much of an influence that she was having in this thing that we were all competing in and riding together yeah I remember seeing stuff from that and being like that is so sick yeah just female riders just like bring each other up like nothing I've ever seen before like it's so wild how like a supportive community it is with the competitors yeah for sure I definitely feel that it never really feels like I'm like you know, a soccer game, like you can get pretty intense with the other team and it's pretty physical and, you know, everyone kind of doesn't really like each other on the field, but like, oh my God, and it's surfing too. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> with snowboarding, it's so different. Like I feel like everyone's just so excited for each other to be there and like, each other to do well. Like I'm almost more excited when I see my friend, you know, land their trick or land their run rather than like when I land it. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Just the excitement for other people is always there. So what's your like opinion on like, the comp world and like the filming world this is like something I thought about a lot actually because I mean I like me do both, so like so like I competed like these past two seasons I've been like really like crazy for like my like I guess contest kind of career but I don't really do any of the like mainstream like competitions like you would think you know like rev tours or futures tours like all of the like kind of slope style half pipe mainly based kind of things but like I love all of the contests that I've been doing like more street style rail jam type contests And so I think even the difference between those two is like street style is like the same thing as like kind of going and hitting a spot, but then you're just like doing it with like a huge crew and in front of people. So it kind of like feels similar to like street riding. But like this past year too, I actually went and filmed with Ella Sorensen and then a handful of other like Minnesota girls. And so we kind of got into the street like world of snowboarding more than like I had in past years. I just think that like, there's always been kind of like a divide between like contests and backcountry and filming and those kind of like three things. But I don't think that like people really need to be like put into a box, I guess. I love both competing and filming and I don't want to do just one or the other, you know, like I want to do both for as long as I can. And so I think people don't really need to like decide if they want to do one thing or the other, like they can do both, like just doing, I guess, you know, what like makes you happy, what brings you joy when you go snowboarding? Like, is it going out to a street spot and shoveling for five hours and getting a clip? Or is it like traveling across the nation to go to a contest? Like, I don't know. It's just whatever like is making you enjoy snowboarding. That's what you should do. And I don't think that it should just be one thing for most people. Yeah, I think that's like a super dope perspective on it. I've always definitely seen there being like major... I feel like there's not a lot of people that do both. I feel like you as an individual kind of like being in both worlds is super dope. But I think that definitely it's more of like individualized type of thing where like people who ride street, ride street. People who are like comp jocks, like go to competitions and like they definitely, I feel like don't really dabble in like the street riding and the filming industry. Definitely, I think that's super dope that like it shouldn't be just like, oh, you have to ride street or you have to compete because I feel like it feels like that a little bit sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's definitely like a lot of pros who have shown that they're like, they can do both. I mean, if you can go hit a street spot, like hitting a like a built park is probably going to feel a lot easier. So there's definitely a lot of people who can do both and have shown that they can do both. But I think there's just a minority of people who are really pursuing that on like a top level in both street and contest world yes yeah but you're putting out a movie right yeah yeah we are that's so sick so kind of like walk me through that process of like how that got started or like what's to come yeah I mean it was actually super like it was not planned at all like pretty random so 
Ella Sorensen came back to Minnesota for this past like year. We actually grew up snowboarding together like when we were really little. And then she moved out to Tahoe for a while and then she came back. So we kind of were able to like reconnect. And she had a camera from her older brother, Cole. And so she was like, like, let's go like hit some spots or whatever. Like we probably hit our first spot two months into the Minnesota season, which is like basically halfway through our season already, you know? So we just like started hitting yeah. a few spots. They're like, we both wanted to get into it. But then we were at this one spot and I remember her being like, should we make a movie? And I was like, sure, let's make a movie. Like, yeah, let's do it. But like, we knew it wasn't going to be anything, you know, crazy. Like if we wanted to make like a solid like movie, like, you know, we would have had to start filming much sooner and like been way more like committed to that. So we knew it wasn't Mm going to be like crazy, but we were like stoked that it was kind of just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's try to make something short, even if that's, that's kind of what it has ended up to be. But we were both just kind of learning everything about going to spots and how much work it takes to make a spot work. Sometimes, you know, you have a vision and it's like completely opposite when you get there. So then like just a lot of like learning curve kind of things happened um, throughout the season. And I think it was just like a really good process and experience. Like I learned so much just from like going out and doing it. And then just like the editing piece too, like we live like three to four hours away. So like, it's not like we could just be like, Hey, like come over, let's edit for an hour. Like we had to like plan this summer, like times to go to meet up and we would edit for like five hours straight because it was like the only time we could see each other within the next three weeks or things like that. And so there's definitely like yeah. kind of a fine between like all the traveling that we both did too. I mean, I did a lot of contests, like I was kind of saying. And so we were like apart for a lot of time and didn't go to spots like probably as much as like we could have if we weren't doing other things. That's kind of like the balance mm-hmm. I so yeah, overall, it's just been like a really cool experience to learn so much about the street world and be able to put out something that we're like really proud of, even if it is just like a short film. And then it being like all girls too. It's definitely like been a different vibe when we go to a spot and it's, you know, an all female crew there. And we had uh, Ryan Conway filming us for a lot of time too, but it's different. You know, I've been to spots with people that I'm not super close with. I've been in spots with like a full guy crew and like, it's just different, you know, being there with a full female crew and just like the difference that it makes, you know, on the energy at the spot too. So that was really cool to kind of be a part of. So yeah, I saw that the other day and I was like, oh my God, I have to ask you about that. That's so sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's something to be super cool. And I'm, I'm really excited. So Ella, Ella Sorensen and then Bella Warren actually both went out to college in Utah. So they're both like probably not going to make it back for our premiere so we originally weren't planning on doing a premiere just because we like weren't able to really like plan that um since we are just kind of just starting like this whole street thing but then Garrett McKenzie offered for us to be able to premiere our movie with their crew's new one for this year so now that we have a chance to do like an in-person premiere I'm like super excited that we have that ability to do it because it's definitely much different being with like all your homies watching the video and like hearing people's reactions or first like initial thoughts about your clips and like things like that rather than like oh um, let me just you know watch it on youtube at home and then i'll i'll text him how cool it was or something like that you know it's definitely it's gonna be exciting and i'm really excited for that whole day to happen just because it's cool you know to put out something that you're really proud of and then see the impact that it has with all of your friends that's gonna be so sick um how do you like balance all of this with like i guess filming competing just like making spots you're in high school and you do other sports like you do it all I mean it's definitely pretty stressful like I I feel like I don't stop doing anything like the whole year round I mean my parents always kind of joke about it but like 
basically when soccer's over, I have like two weeks of rest within my entire year before I like get that two weeks again the next year because like things just start up so quickly and there's just so many like overlaps within all the things that I do. And so I think like one of the main things that I've just learned is just like making time for, you know, for different types of rest. Like obviously making time to like sleep, like that's like a main thing, of course, but like making time to do some art or like play music, like things that are going to like calm me down or not like trying to be super productive all the time. You know, it's good to like make time for the things that are going to like help you slow down a little bit and like not think about what's happening in the entire next month ahead of you. Like things like that. But obviously, like, we still do need to plan a little bit, too. So I think I'm definitely, like, a list person and, like, a calendar person. And so that definitely helps me, like, figure things out when I'm, like, okay, this is all the things I need to do or, like, that I have going on this week. And then we're just going to focus on this week and we're not going to think about next week or, you know, next month or what happens in the next season. Like, just thinking about what's happened this week or taking, like, kind of one day at a time type of things. Yeah, I think... Those are kind of things I usually do. And then always like talking to people that you trust if you really are like having a moment or super stressed out about things like my family and my friends have always been super like helpful and supportive. So it's like people want to help you if you need help. So it's like whether it's just like, oh, I need an extension on an assignment because I've had no time to do it or just like little things like that. Like there's always like help out there, I guess, that you don't need to feel like you have to do it all on your own the whole time. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I feel like a lot of girls in the snowboarding community definitely run on kind of like adrenaline sometimes. Like I feel like when yeah. I'm at competitions or when I'm in the mountain, I'm like, holy crap, like we're all fucking exhausted. Like there's yeah. so much I feel like going on in all of our lives that it's at like all the time. And so definitely when I talk to other people in that like deal with the same things that we deal with, I love to be like, okay, well, how do you balance it? Because for me, I agree with you. Like I'm really into art and like, I love music too. And I feel like just like finding, I'm also a list person too. So I love that you brought that up, (laughs) but definitely I feel like making my list and like finding the time to like, make sure I can like kind of chill the fuck out for a second and not like running around the entire world and like making sure everybody's good. Like, I feel like it's definitely something that is really hard to balance. But like, once you figure it out, it's like you have your system and like you're set. Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel that way too. I think like from like this time, actually, like pretty much a year ago, like my junior year was definitely like, I mean, people always talk about your junior year being the hardest, but I think I definitely felt that more in my sophomore year. So I wasn't really expecting my junior year to be as hard. And I don't think it was as hard with school, but more just like, like you were talking about like how we're all exhausted all the time. And it's sometimes it's not even like physical exhaustion. It's just more like you're mentally tired and like that can affect you much more than just your body being tired. You know, when you're super mentally exhausted, like you haven't had a chance to just like chill, like that's going to affect like your riding at a contest or things like that. I mean, I'm definitely like a sleep person. Like I definitely like I need my sleep if I don't get sleep, you know, it's just not going to be worth it. So that's definitely like one thing that, people can do for like physical rest but you know resting your brain too is like really good like not just being like go 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 all the time and like sleeping does help with that since your brain just shuts off for a while but I think that's definitely the when you mentioned like being exhausted all the time I kind of thought of just like sometimes it's much more mental than it is physical and you know even if you're riding in a contest and your body knows what to do if you're if your head's not in it you know it's not going to work out so there's definitely a balance there too. 
Yeah, 100%. I feel like a lot of people that compete use music as like their kind of like chill and their like Mm -hmm. mental clarity, especially from people that I talk to. Like to find out that people don't snowboard with music is always something that I'm like, what? Oh my God. I feel like I use music for like my everything, like how I like stay like chill on my snowboard and like calm and collected is because I have my headphones in my ears. Yeah, for sure. You know, what's crazy too, is I actually used to be a person who was like, I could not even like, you know, get on the tour rope just first run of the day if I didn't have music in. And I just like always needed that to be there because it was just like part of your like ritual, you know, like you're getting out of your strapping and you put your earbuds in. But I've actually found within like this past year, sometimes when I have, so I'll have like two playlists. I have one that's like super like trying to hype me up. If I'm feeling it that day, like that's what I put in. But if there's one where I'm like, okay, I'm a little like crazy right now. I need to just calm down. Like then I have like a more chill playlist. But sometimes I find that just like taking my headphones out and then just riding. I mean, it's, I think it's a little different sometimes with like our rope toes. Like there's always kind of like noise. And sometimes when you're on the mountain, it's like much more quiet than like for, it is for us. But I think just yeah. sometimes taking them out and just riding with no music, like it almost clears my head a little bit more too, because then I'm just hearing like my snowboard and like other people's snowboarding and Sometimes like the music can like get in my head more than like I need it to. And like, it's just like too much noise going on. So I think it's like, it kind of depends on the day now, whether I'm like, which playlist I'm listening to, or if I'm listening to music at all. And so that's just kind of been something interesting to like figure out for myself, because I always used to be just like, always hype music in all the time. And now it's like, kind of depending on how I'm feeling and what I need to like do that day when I'm riding. It's like, it's different, I guess. So it's been kind of interesting to figure that out. Yeah, that's super dope. I'm definitely the type of person that like needs music. Like there's never too much music going on, but I definitely find out how everybody like deals with like their surroundings. And I like like, whatever works for you. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast and for finding time to talk to me. Yeah. Thank you so much for offering. I'm hyped that you reached out. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to the Tell Me More podcast. I am your host, Pippa Scott. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing and don't forget, tell your friends you love them.